Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 19, chapter 226, Gentleness. Philip's manner was so gentle that he was incapable of anger. When it was necessary to correct his disciples or anyone else, he did so with the greatest tact and tenderness. To be brief, he brought himself to such a degree of mildness that he had vanquished and restrained every impulse towards anger, keeping it entirely under his control. If he gave an order, it seemed more like a request than a command. He asked for nothing with severity, but usually requested like this, please do this, or I would love you to do this, or I could do it for you if you find it difficult, or I would like to give you this task, what do you think? He used to look at his friends, both those in the community and those outside, with so joyful a countenance that it was easy to tell from that alone how charitable he was towards everyone, how gentle. It was that joyous countenance that drew everyone towards him, conjoined with his delightful manner. His conversation with everyone he met was full of light-hearted and pleasing phrases, but at the same time, whatever he said or did was steeped in holiness, which was a great gift he received from the Lord, a very difficult attainment. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, Apostle of Rome, fire of joy, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us not be discouraged by these final chapters. Father Galonio is arguing that St. Philip was a saint. He's trying to show in these final chapters the heroic virtue of St. Philip. God had worked in St. Philip something that is outside even the regular Christian life, regular holiness. He's trying to show that St. Philip achieved a holiness such that when he died, he went straight to heaven. That God did things in his life with his humility, with his gift of tears, with his prayer, and now with his gentleness, which is the direct result of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in his soul. And so we're being presented with a great ideal in which anger tonight is completely under St. Philip's control. Every impulse towards anger was restrained. Even the surprise moments of anger, even when people were withstanding him, he was able to check it immediately by the grace of the Holy Spirit. And why do we call it the grace of the Holy Spirit? Because it says at the end of tonight's reading, it was a great gift he received from the Lord. And we know that gentleness 
that ability to control our anger and meekness, which is the ability to control the right punishments that we should give. Gentleness controls the interior anger. And then when we need to bring about justice, when there needs to be some punishment, meekness enables us to moderate that, to get the right balance, the right way, the right time, the right person, not getting angry at the wrong person because <laughs> they walked in the room at the wrong time when you're really angry with someone else. And that's the, the virtue of meekness. And St. Philip had both. His gentleness or mildness is the other translation, meekness or mildness. And this is what he received from the Lord's own heart. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. I am gentle and humble of heart. Now, we may not be able to imitate St. Philip in the perfection of his gentleness right away. And we can't do it on our own. We cannot will ourselves to be gentle like this. This is a, the fruit of much prayer, much self-sacrifice. Remember the story early in St. Philip's life when he was being tried so much by those sacristans? When they put his vestments away, they would hide the chalice when he came to say Mass. They would take the book off the altar. They would take away the candlesticks. They did everything they could to try to drive him away from that church. And St. Philip was tried a lot with anger. And that's why he felt he wasn't being patient. See, patience keeps our sadness in check. St. Philip was being moved to the anger because he was so sad. And the Lord said, this is how I want to give you patience, Philip. In other words, the, the patience and then the gentleness that St. Philip achieved was the fruit of grace and the fruit of effort. God's grace is first, but it requires much sacrifice. And that is not achievable normally in four days, as St. Philip would say. But what we can imitate, and we can start imitating it right away, is the way St. Philip would ask things of people. Do we go around commanding everybody? Do we bark out orders at people? Or do we try to think about who we're talking to? Do we think about how people don't really like to be commanded, ordered around? Do we understand that there's real human freedom and that people want to respond not so much by fear, but by love, and that they have the love of God within them. They want to do good. And so St. Philip would pick up on that. And in his gentleness, he would ask them these kinds of questions. What would you say if I asked you to do this? Or I would love you to do this. I want to give you a task. What do you think? It is very fitting that in this day, in the Mass, when we read about the Lord giving us the Our Father prayer, the Gospel at Mass today, that we would have this reading. Because how are most the commands, the, the requests, the petitions of the Our Father worded? They're not direct imperatives. There's one, give us this day our daily bread. We're so eager for the Eucharist that we, we, commit, we beg it. But all the others are in the subjunctive mood. May your name be hallowed. Would that your name be hallowed. May your kingdom come. Let your will be done. These are all requests of God, but they're done in this way of kind of using the, the, ten, the, the mood, the subjunctive mood. Would that you would do this, Lord. And St. Philip was perfect as his heavenly father is perfect. He knew the gentleness in the very heart of God. He knew God's great love. And from that love flows a mercy and a gentleness. And this gentleness in St. Philip is the source, Galonio is telling us, of St. Philip's most attractive quality. And what's Philip's attractive quality? Cheerfulness, a joyful countenance. So again, 
if we want to be cheerful, if we want to imitate St. Philip in that, let's begin with gentleness, praying for gentleness. And to begin with gentleness, we need to begin with how we talk to people. And if with the grace of the Holy Spirit, we can work on that. The gentleness will come. And in time, the joyful countenance. And in time, many souls, many more souls will be drawn to the Lord's service. For as the great disciple of St. Philip used to say, we draw more flies with honey than with vinegar. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.